Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. Your host, Mr. Jono Petrahilos, currently generates over a million dollars a year selling his online courses. And now he teaches you how to do the same. Along with listening to our podcast, make sure to join the Course Creator Community Facebook group. It's one of the largest and most engaged Facebook groups in the space. You'll find the link in the show notes. Anyway, let's get to today's show. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. I am super excited because we have an awesome guest on the line this week. A little bit about this person. She teaches bakers how to market their business with confidence so they can make more money. Uh, She's one of the best in the world at what she does, probably the best. I'm not in the the baker's space, so you know I, I can't speak for that side of things, but I've seen her resume. And she's been on NBC, she's been on Fox, she's been on Facebook, Wells Fargo, LSU. I'm not even from America and I know those places. So she's been on some pretty um, heavy places. She's got an amazing membership, an amazing following on social media. So without further ado, let me introduce all the way from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, the one and only Amanda Schonberg. Amanda, how are you? Hey, how are you, darling? Thanks so much for having me. No, thanks for coming on. Uh, Amanda, I've obviously been following you for a while on Instagram. I've got a pretty good idea of what it is you do. Uh, If someone's listening to this and they don't know what it is you do, I know I gave a really brief intro, but do you want to expand on that a little bit? Let us know what it is you do exactly. What's the course about? How'd you get into it? And tell us a little bit about your story. Sure, sure. Uh, So I am a bakery business coach. I'm a certified chef, and I'm also a certified digital marketer. I got into this simply by just going live. I would go live on social media. It started off on Periscope, which was a live streaming platform, just showing up, sharing uh, what I like to call tips, tricks, lessons, lessons, anything to just help and pour into my community. Um, That turned into a membership with a former business partner that actually had. Uh, We created a membership. And after that, I ended that partnership, started all over and launched my own membership. Um, And I firmly believe in people over profits. I love to make an impact while making an income. And I love to help my students do that as well. So as a chef, I noticed a lot of people who were in the baking industry struggle with things such as how to get business out there, how to get sales, how to talk about their business, how to stand out in a saturated market. So mainly just like any other normal business coach, but I'm specifically for bakers, um, which a lot of other people follow to creatives and stuff because, you know, business is business across the board. But um, that's how I got started, simply by showing up, sharing on social media. Awesome. Let me ask a couple of questions with that, Amanda. So when you started sharing on Periscope, that was still to help other bakers. That wasn't baking tips. That was always business tips for other bakers. It was both. It was both. Um, I would do recipes. I would go live. Uh, anything in the baking arena, uh, business to talk about my day, my struggles, things like that. But I noticed I've always had a passion for business. Uh, I graduated school in food service management. So immediately after I graduated school, I went into managing other businesses. I've managed facilities such as uh, Great American Cookie Company, which is a big cookie brand here in the States, Um, Sam's Wholesale. So the manager portion of it has always more so been in it for me, more than just the, the pastry, the dipping and the stuff like that. So it's always been a passion. So that's why business is just a little bit more passionate to me as far as baking. 
Love it. Okay. Next question, Amanda. Now I ask this question to all my guests, which is essentially why your membership? Why is it better than anything else out there? Why is it different to anything else out there? Um, and even if even if you could compare it, yeah, actually ask that question and, and we'll go from there. Why your membership? Oh, wow. Why my membership? Um, well, it's a few things. So I think my membership, if I would have to say it's the best, I definitely think I have the best membership uh, in our baking community, hands down. I think what makes my membership the best, if I could say so, is not just me, but I also I have other speakers mm-hmm. and I'm very, very passionate about the people who I have come and speak to my students So it's always changing. I've learned from past mistakes. I've been able to restart and give my students the best of what they need in order to help them succeed. So the membership, although it is ran by me, we have other six and seven figure industry speakers who come and speak to my students. So you're literally for, I mean, one one small price, you have knowledge to tons of other people. We've had Food Network personalities come, uh, popular bloggers come. I've partnered with the company Yelp, uh, which Mm -hmm. has came to help our students show up and dominate on that platform. Uh, We've had world-renowned photographers come and show my students how to position themselves. So you don't just get me, you get an entire system. Uh, I have a CPA on standby who answers all the pricing questions. We work with a company called Bake Diary which has assisted my students. So honestly, I think the level of support is unparalleled. And I'm always willing to put myself on the back burner if it means having, hiring, and paying someone else to come in and teach my students. I love for my students to succeed. And so because of that, I definitely think that's why my membership is the best, if I had to say that. (laughs) Love it. I can hear the passion in your voice. Now, I want to go a bit deeper on that and actually hear like, what does the membership look like? You mentioned a, a few things in there, but I'd love to hear that. Just before I do, question with the guest speakers um, you bring on, that's uh, that's a paid thing? You'll pay those speakers to come in or do they come in complimentary and get an opportunity to get in front of your audience? Does it depend? How does that kind of work? Yeah, it's a paid thing. Um, we, we've had uh, uh, some complimentary, you know, probably because I was just close to the person. But yeah. um, other than that, I, I don't mind paying if I reach out to someone and I say, hey, this is a need, then I, I understand that other people excel in other areas like Yelp. You know, mm. that's one of the top review companies in the world. In the world. Yeah, we got them exactly. in Australia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So to have them come and do not one, but two classes for my students, that's like a connection that is priceless. Mm. So, yeah, I, I don't mind. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about your membership, Amanda. What does it look like? If a baker was to sign up, you know, um, what do they get? And, and maybe also dive into the platform as well. Maybe dive into it from the student side of things. So a student jumps in, you know, they, uh-huh. they pay the monthly membership fee. What do they get? And then also maybe give us a bit of a peek on the back end. You know, what platform are you using? That sort of stuff there too. Yeah, totally. So, The membership is based on uh, four C's for me. One of the first C's is community. So we have a private Facebook community, which is always active. Every single day, someone is asking a question or every single day, someone is sharing a win. Hey, I made $1,000 a day. Hey, I opened my bakery. Hey, I did this. So, and, And we love to root and cheer people on. So that's the first C. The second C is coaching. Every single month, my students get a coaching call with me. Um, I'm a firm believer, like I 
said, because I believe in people over profits, I have a all questions answered. So coaching call may be 45 minutes. It may be two and a half hours. Um, I answer every single question and my students love that. So I do believe in coaching and helping all of my students one-on-one. Um, the next C would be curriculum. So there's a database of over 20 plus courses already available uh, for them to, everybody gets a success path or a class recommendation whenever we have new memberships come in so that no one is straggling. Like I can say, hey, you need this, 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 because seeing everything in front of you can be super overwhelming if you allow it to. So I'm always telling my students, hey, you run your own race. Everybody runs their own race, you know, go at your own course. And then the last four is actually captions. A lot of people struggle with showing up on social media consistently. So I have a copywriter that I outsource and my students get social media captions every single month Mm -hmm. so that they can show up uh, consistently. So, yeah, so that is what the community looks like. So they're always getting texts from me. They always know when a call is. They can log in, watch classes, have any questions, they hop in the Facebook group. On the back end, all of that is orchestrated by, I use the, um, what is the name? Community. I use the text messaging platform community to keep in touch with all my students. My classes are hosted on the platform Thinkific. And I actually have a partnership with uh, Thinkific. They also just did a trends report for course creators featuring their top 20 course creators and some of the trends. And I was featured in their trends report as well. Well done. Yeah, thank you. So so, um, I love Thinkific. I know when I started out, a lot of people would do classes in these Facebook groups which is okay for certain things like community or questions, mm-hmm. but I like all of my stuff to be organized. So yeah. that's why I love a learning portal, you know, for a person to log in, type what they need to, and then it pops up. No one wants to be digging through a Facebook yeah. group, you know, to find material. Yeah. So uh, community for text, think ific for the learning portal. And then my email software, stuff like that is a company called Ascend, which is owned by Wix. And those are primarily the three things that I use as far as tools for running my membership. Now, I just want to take a minute and let everyone know if you're a course creator, you've already got a course and it's not quite selling, uh, or if you're still in the process of putting your course together at the course creator community, we actually have a VIP group coaching program. It's the best program of its kind and the most affordable as well. So if you'd like some extra help and guidance in either putting your course together or selling your online course, I recommend joining the course creator community VIP program. I'll put the links down in the show notes. Love it. Couple questions with this, Amanda. The coaching session, that's a group one, right? You'll you'll say, yeah. hey guys, we're going live at you know, this time here or whatever, you know, come and attend on Zoom or whatever, and and you know, people can come live. And I'm guessing they also get access to the replay or it goes in the Facebook group or something as well. Yep. The replay goes inside the learning portal and that's live. So I talk, we share our wins. Uh, we actually just had a coaching call the day before yesterday. We share our wins. Um, if I have any nuggets that I want them to be mindful of for the next month, I go over that and then we open the floor for any questions. Awesome. Now the curriculum, you said 20 courses. Now, how long are these? Are these all 10 hour courses? Are they half an hour courses? Does it vary? Most of my classes average anywhere between 
an hour and 15 minutes to about maybe an hour gotcha. and 40 minutes. Gotcha. But yeah, everything is usually broken down into little uh, lessons. Then there's also PDFs if needed. So Awesome. Awesome. All right. That all makes sense there. Can I ask numbers, Amanda? How, how many members you got these days? We have over 220 members now. And this membership I started a year ago. That's uh, amazing. January, yeah, January 16, 2021. Okay. Wow. I will say this if there's one lesson I learned for any course creator. Uh, out there is I had a membership previously for about four years in which uh, I, I learned lessons. I made mistakes. So, you know, we all learn as we go. That membership, when I left, it had about 160. So okay. I know some people can get afraid of starting over or just mm. starting teaching regarding, but I walked away. I handed that that person the entire business and I walked away. When I launched my own membership opening night, I had, had my webinar, I had a class and I opened it up to everyone. I closed the doors. Uh, it was closed at the time and I ended with 162. Wow. So I always, I got one more than what I had yeah, and that was yeah. a year ago. And then after that, it always grows. So I always tell people it's never too late to start over if you need to start over or it's never too late to just start period. Question with that, Amanda, when you, because my question here is, I guess, with the 20 courses, did you have them before you launched or did you have a few and then you launched and then you built on? How did that, that when you started, how much content was there as opposed to now? Yeah, when I started, I had, because I had students that followed me from the yep. old membership. But when I started, because I knew there would be new people coming in, I kicked it off with, there was like seven courses. That was there. Gotcha. Things that I just knew that no matter what level you're on, you're going to need this. If you think you don't need it, like this is my way now. Now you're going to learn you do need it. And then after that, the first year was heavy because I had to, you know, build back what I didn't yeah. have. So it was like a class every month. Now we're more focused on, we still have classes and courses, but challenges, uh, planning sessions, because I always tell my students, it's not Netflix. I don't want you to be a hearer. I want you to be a doer. So, you know, blasting through classes doesn't mean anything if you're mm. not taking action. And I find that my students who take action succeed more. So, yeah, so it, it was pretty, uh, pretty awesome. Gotcha. All right. Well, follow-up question from that, Amanda, is around the, the sales and marketing side of things. Let's start with the, the marketing. Where, where does most of your traffic come from? Let's take a quick break. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Oh, so my, most of my traffic comes from Instagram. I love right. Instagram. I am an Instagram baby. Um, and the traffic comes just from doing shows, speaking. Uh, I do things like that and people hear about me, then, you know, they'll, they'll follow and they'll get involved. But for the most part, Instagram. 
Awesome. And then what That's sort of stuff? That's my primary platform. And what sort of stuff are you doing on Instagram to, to grow your following there? And we'll start with the grow the following, and then we might start to, you know, converting those followers to, to members. Yeah, so I believe in, um, I call it the Jesus strategy, uh, but it's, you know, I believe in serving before you sell. Mm. So I show up every week and I share tips, uh, any type of beginner-friendly tip, things that I know that a beginner would need, mm. uh, things to show people who I am. You know, I show my behind the scenes, what I'm working on, where I've been featured, things I've been blessed with to get people into me, me as a person, me as a bakery business coach and what I have to offer. So content marketing, you can say would probably be my primary source. Uh, The secondary source that's just new is the podcast. Mm, I have a podcast. Yeah. Baking for business podcast, which I'm super grateful for. It has grown like wildfire. I started a podcast uh, two months ago and my goal was, I said, okay, if I can get 2000 downloads for my first year. That was like my goal just for my first 12 months. I would be happy. It would be awesome because there was a competitor, someone else out there. And I heard them say that was how they ended their year. Well, I haven't even got to a year yet. We actually just made two months and we already have 4,000 downloads. We hit the 4,000 mark yesterday. So the podcast has taken off more than anything I could have ever uh, imagined. And I love that because that allows me to share other people's stories. People get to hear Mm. from my students and see their route, the way they took it. And that's bringing in more people to social media also. Love it. All right. The conversion. So now, you know, you're on Instagram and you've got your podcast and people are coming into your world. How do you convert them from followers into paying clients? I know you mentioned a webinar before. Are you still doing that? Or is it, you know, uh, let us know a bit about the sales cycle. Yeah. So I still do webinars periodically. Uh, Generally, I convert them just, I guess you can say with lead magnets. Gotcha. So when someone lands on my page, you know, there's a lead magnet in my content marketing. I am always intentional with sharing my lead magnet, which is what I teach my students to do. Also, Uh, it's on my website. It's weaved in my podcast. So it's either you're somehow going to get you're going to hear about me. You're going to get on my list and then you're going to take the next step. Gotcha. And then that next step is is some follow up emails. Is that how it works? That someone will get your lead magnet and then there's an email chain to Uh, join your membership is that how it works yeah there's an automation so there might be like three or four tips and stuff like that before it says hey you know if you'd like to join any further you can join or people will generally sign up when when i do have a webinar so then i'll normally do a series of free things i have a webinar open it and then get members like that gotcha so it's kind of like people will jump on your list and they they might go straight away and purchase there um, and then let's just call it once a month, for example, you'll run a live webinar. And I'm guessing you tell everyone about that, your social media, your email list. And then even if those people that are on the list didn't sign up in the initial automation, um, the way they would sign up later is via the webinar. Correct. Yeah. Awesome. And it's open now. It's it's open anytime, the membership. Or do you do the open close card? Did you used to do it? Tell us a little bit about that. So the first year I did open close, I still debate on doing open close, but it's, it's open right now for the most part. What do you, what do you prefer? And let us know the advantages, disadvantages, what you found from either. So 
the advantages of open clothes, I guess, is it really allows me to focus. Like when I'm closed, mm-hmm. I can focus more because I still have an award-winning bakery. So aside oh, from yeah. the membership, yeah, I still have my mm-hmm. own. Ba- so it's a time thing for me uh, because I always like to have balance. But then having it open for me, it's still great, too, because then people will say, hey, I wanted to join. And I'm like, look here, like when my new members come, you know, I I always want to make sure that I can answer someone's question. I do have an assistant who helps a community manager, as well as we have a group admin who helps also. I don't want to say I have a problem with delegating, but I do recognize that, you know, not to be cocky or anything, but because of the person I am, I can have my assistant send out a million emails and people will still message me directly mm. but just because they like that calm like come on now just because they like that contact but i think open going forward is it's pretty okay i've been blessed mm. to handle it yeah cool and i think also for the people listening i think open close is a good way to start off and then once you're a bit more established and you can open at any time yeah yeah i like that awesome all right amanda if there if you could go back a year from now right before you um before you re before you open the membership what's Mm -hmm. one thing you would do differently if i could go back one thing i would do differently uh let's see hmm i think i would have believed in myself in the start before Mm -hmm. i had a membership with a partner i just would have done it on my own um i was afraid of tech so Mm -hmm. it was a lot easier to let someone else handle that going forward I would have cut it and just launched it on my own. Mm, okay. Should we should we should we dive deeper into that or should we leave it at there with the 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 partners? Because I think that could be some good uh, discussion there. Like, do you go with a partner or do you go with your own? But I don't want to. I want to be careful and, and respectful of your situation and your partner. It's okay. No, I, I appreciate it. There's a, bl- a blessing and a lesson and everything. You know, I don't um, ha- have a. Uh, problem with anyone i wish everyone the best but i think sometimes uh, i'll share this story yep. uh, one of my business coaches is amy porterfield who's yes. amazing in online marketing and she shared how she had an amazing successful business but there was tech you know she struck she always thought she can go a step higher so mm-hmm. naturally if someone comes and you feel they have the answer to what you're struggling with you know you'll you'll link up because you you want to see your business grow. Mm. Sometimes things don't work out. There are advantages to having partnerships. Mm. Like, you know, it was a great person to talk to, a person to hear my crazy, because, you know, sometimes I get in my own head. Uh, but then there are also disadvantages. You know, when you have ideas, you don't want to have to run those by mm. someone. If you see something and you want to try it, you want to be able to try it. You don't ever want to go to sleep wondering, should I have really done that? Or I guess I'll never know or this or that. So what I will tell a person is that if you're debating on a partner because you feel you're not good at something and that person can contribute, I would say first take a class, a course, or seek consulting before you solely just give half of your business to someone else. And then also to believe in yourself. I don't think I believed in myself nearly as much then as I do now, Mm -hmm. Uh, which is crazy because like you say that, I mean, when you, when we look at everything, I have every right to, you know, I've, I've been blessed to accomplish a lot in my career. I've spoken for some of the top brands in the world, Facebook, international cake decorating. Uh, I've had great partnerships, you know, with Thinkific, Wells Fargo, 
all of those actually came after my partnership. I feel mm -hmm. like things took off after my partnership. Sometimes it's great when your back is up against the wall, you will learn if you're a fighter or if you're a quitter. And I wish my partner all the best in luck, but I no longer need a partner. I am well and dandy on my own. And I, <laughs> I thank God for the, the grace. And when you have business acumen, if you can start a business with a partnership, you can start a business on your own. So I would tell anybody to just believe in themselves. Gotcha. Good advice. Uh, next question, Amanda, is around mentors. You mentioned Amy Porterfield then. Um, the question I usually ask is for three different mentors, a paid mentor, so someone that you've paid money to and they've had the biggest impact on your online business, someone that you haven't paid money to but you follow on social media, whether it be Instagram, YouTube, listen to their podcast, whatever it may be, uh, and a book that you read or that you recommend a online course creator membership person should read to grow their online business. So mentors, paid, unpaid, and book. So for a mentor paid, I would actually say Damon John. Oh, um, oh wow. Yeah, that's still one of my biggest. Um, Amy Porterfield is great, but Damon John has amazing uh, courses from Shark Tank and just so many lessons of how he built and started FUBU, the company he, he he works with now, there's just such a wealth of knowledge. So I would say Damon John for paid, uh, for free, someone free, I would say Ed Mullet uh, or Lewis Howes. Mm. You know, I, I listen to them also. They're very um, inspirational, really, really great guys as far as productivity and stuff like that. Or Michael Hyatt. Michael Hyde is really awesome also. And as far as a book, if it came down to a book, I would say Think and Grow Rich mm. by Napoleon Hill, definitely, because I think mindset is what so many entrepreneurs struggle with. However, I would also have to recommend uh, Hero on a Mission by Donald Miller. Donald Miller is one of the greatest storytellers of all time. And mm. a million of us could do the same thing. You have so many course creators listening right now. But as a course creator, what will help you to stand out the most is your story. People don't buy products. People buy people. So when you're wondering, why is my course not selling? Why is my membership not selling? Sometimes people have to find you relatable. You know, you can have a high price tag, a low price tag. Doesn't matter if people don't see value. You know, perceived value is huge. So it's not the, I tell people all the time, price is one thing, value is another, and then worth is something totally different. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we don't share our worth and our value in the price tag. So people buy you, they buy your story, they buy your transformation first before they buy any student's transformation, I feel. So love that. And some great recommendations there. I'm a huge fan. That book, Think and Grow Rich, changed my life. I still read yes. it every year now. And the best part, it's a hundred years old. Do you know that, Amanda? It came out in right. 1920, right? And those yeah. principles are still applicable. So I love that. I, I haven't read the hero on a mission, but I've read the story brand book. Have you read the, the story brand book? Yes. Yes. It's right yeah. back there. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. I might have to check out the, the hero on a mission. Um, awesome. Okay. That's pretty much all I wanted to cover. Amanda, if someone's listening to this and they're like, this woman is awesome. I want to follow her. Um, even if they're not a baker, I just find her inspirational. I want to see what she's up to. Where's the best place for us to follow you? Is it Instagram or have you got any other platforms we should check you out? 
Yeah, you can follow me everywhere. So Instagram, Baking for Business, Pinterest, Baking for Business, YouTube, Baking for Business, the podcast is Baking for Business, and the website, Baking for Business. <laughs> Love it. That's a good tip, though. I think for people listening as well, if you can get that one social media handle exactly the same on everything, it just makes life so much easier. It's not baking for business one on Pinterest and then yeah. baking underscore yeah. business underscore this three on YouTube. It's baking for business. I, I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, awesome. All right, Amanda, uh, that's pretty much all I wanted to cover. Is there anything I should have asked you but forgot to? Or is there anything you want to finish us off with? No, you you covered everything. I thank you so much for the opportunity. I hope this helps uh, any course creator that's listening. Um, my one word of advice that I have for everybody is I have a saying that I truly believe that goes across all fields is that you would never have been given a passion if you couldn't profit and prosper from it. And mm -hmm. I do firmly believe that. So if we have a passion, I think it's up to us to show up and to profit from it is great, but to prosper and to have other people succeed from the gifts that we have inside of us is even better. So I wish all of your course creators the best success everywhere. Awesome. All right, Amanda, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, darling. Have an awesome day. Hey, course creators, real quick before we get into today's episode, I've got a little favor to ask. As a lot of you are probably aware, one of my goals for this year is to get this, is to massively grow this podcast and get it to be one of the top ranking podcasts in the, the marketing space. Uh, to do that, what really helps is if I can generate as many uh, ratings as, as reviews as possible from listeners. So if you're a returning listener, if you could take a couple seconds and just give me a, a quick rating and review on Apple or Spotify or whatever platform you listen to, that would mean the world, that would mean the world to me. Anyway, let's get to today's show. <laughs> 